So this morning is the second week you guys are doing in-person learning, and I tried the spies in kindergarten, and I, I guess I wasn't supposed to walk him up to get scanned in. All the other parents weren't, and I, I wasn't paying attention to that. So I bring him up, and he's like, no, I don't want you to go with me. And then, uh, he, then he refused to go in. He's like, you're embarrassing me. So evidently, I'm, I'm embarrassing. So it made me sad. I'm, I'm sorry I embarrassed you. That was not my intention, pal. But at the same time, um, the amount of times you've embarrassed me, um, is amazing when you think about it. So, so we're in chapter 30. We're gonna, I don't have the MacArthur Study Bible I've been reading out of. I've been reading, it's the English Standard Version. Today I'm reading out of, what's it called? It's actually called the Jesus Bible. And the subtitle of that, or the subtext, is 66 books, one story, all about one name, which is 100% correct. I'm trying to figure out what translation is this. Oh, it's the NIV, so if it's not the English Standard Version, I use the New International Version. Um, so, learning about the the altar of incense and a few other things. I'll read as much as I can. My voice is <clears throat> kind of... Maybe I should have some water. But I, I woke up in a lot of pain, like around 5 a.m. I think from the COVID shot, it just, and now I'm fine, but a lot of pain. I was freezing, I'm just exhausted, more exhausted than I usually am. So I, I think I'm feeling better now. I think it finally went away after I dropped off like either uh, the king or the namesake. I felt bad. I, I dropped uh, the entrepreneur off and she had to wait in line. I didn't like leaving her, but... It's hard being a parent. You gotta let go. You gotta let go. So here we are. <clears throat> Chapter 30. The Altar of Incense. Make an altar of acacia wood for burning incense. It is to be square, a cubit long and a cubit wide, and two cubits high. Its horns of one piece with it. Overlay the top and all the sides and the horns with pure gold and make two moldings around it. Make two gold rings for the altar below the molding. Two on each of the opposite sides, and to hold the poles used to carry it. Make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Put the altar in front of the curtain that shields the Ark of the Covenant. Before the atonement cover that, before the atonement cover that is over the table of the covenant law, where I will meet you. Aaron must burn fragrant incense, incense, on the altar every morning when he tends the lamps. He must burn incense again when he lights the lamps at twilight so incense will burn regularly before the lord for the generations to come do not offer on this altar any other incense or any other burnt offering of grain offering and do not pour a drink offering on it once a year aaron shall make atonement on its horns this annual atonement must be made with the blood of the atoning sin offering for the generations to come it is most holy to the lord then the Lord said to Moses, When you take a census of the Israelites to count them, each one must pay the Lord a ransom for his life at the time he is counted. Then no plague will come on them when you number them. 
Each one who crosses over to those already counted is to give a half shekel, according to the sanctuary shekel, which weighs 20 giras. This half shekel is an offering to the Lord. All who cross over, those 20 years old or more, are to give an offering to the Lord. The rich are not to give more than a half shekel, and the poor are not to give less than when you make the offering to the Lord to atone for your lives. Receive the atonement money from the Israelites and use it for the service of the tent of meeting. It will be a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord, making atonement for your lives. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a bronze basin with its bronze stand for washing. Place it between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. Aaron and his sons are to wash their hands and feet with water from it. Whenever they enter the tent of meeting, they shall wash with water so that they will not die. Also, when they approach the altar to minister by presenting a food offering to the Lord, they shall wash their hands and feet so that they will not die. This is to be a lasting ordinance for Aaron and his descendants for the generations to come. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take the following fine spices, 500 shekels of liquid myrrh, half as much, that is 250 shekels, of fragrant, fragrant cinnamon, 250 shekels of fragrant calamus, 500 shekels of kasha, all according to the sanctuary shekel, and a hin of olive oil. Make these into a sacred anointing oil, a fragrant blend, the work of a perfumer. It will be sacred anointing oil. Then use it to anoint the tent of meeting, the ark of the covenant law, the table and its art- all its articles, the lampstand and its accessories, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering, and all of its utensils, and the basin with its stand. You shall consecrate them so they will be most holy, and whatever touches them will be holy. Anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them so they may serve me as priests. Say to the Israelites, This is to be my sacred anointing oil for the generations to come. Do not pour it on anyone else's body and do not make any other oil using the same formula. It is sacred and you are to consider it sacred. Whoever makes perfume like it and puts it on anyone other than a priest must be cut off from their people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take fragrant spices, gum, resin, ancha, and galbanum, and pure frankincense, all in equal amounts, and make a fragrant blend of incense, the work of a perfumer. It is to be salted and pure and sacred. Grind some of it to powder and place it in front of the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, sorry, place it in front of the Ark of the Covenant law in the tent of meeting, where I will meet with you. It shall be most holy to you. Do not make any incense with this formula for yourselves. Consider it holy to the Lord. Whoever makes incense like it to enjoy its fragrance must be cut off from their people. Chapter 31 Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills, to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones to work in wood and to engage in all kinds of crafts. Moreover, I have appointed Oholiab, son of Ahimsamach, of the tribe of Dan, to help him. Also, I have given ability to all the skilled workers to make everything I have commanded you. The tent of meeting, the Ark of the Covenant Law, with the atonement cover on it, and all the other furnishings of the tent, the table and its articles, the pure gold lampstand and all its accessories, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering, and all its utensils, the basin with its stand, and also the woven woven garments, both the sacred garments for Aaron, the priest, and the garments for his sons when they serve as priests, and the anointing oil and fragrant incense for the holy place. They are to make them just as I commanded you. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, You must observe my Sabbaths. This will be a sign between me and you for the generations to come, so you may know that I am the Lord who makes you holy. Observe the Sabbath because it is holy to you. Anyone who desecrates it is to be put to death. Those who do any work on that day must be cut off from their people. For six days work is to be done. To be done. But the seventh day is the day of Sabbath, rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day is to be put to death. The Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, celebrating it for the generations to come as a lasting covenant. It will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever. And in six days the Lord made the heavens and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. When the Lord finished speaking to Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him the two tablets of the covenant law, the tablets of stone inscribed by the finger of God. That is wild. I mean, that's not... We need to really <laughs> emphasize he had tablets of stone inscribed by God that should blow you away. Lots of time. Chapter 32, The Golden Calf. Ugh, my Lord. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Aaron answered them, Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing, and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they handed him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said, These are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. Oh, good God. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Afterward, they sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in revelry. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down, because your people to whom you, whom you brought up out of Egypt have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a calf. They have bowed down, they have bowed down before it and sacrificed to it and have said, These are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are a stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone, so that my anger may burn against them, and that I may destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. But Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. Lord, he said, Why should your anger burn against your people whom you brought out of Egypt, with great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out, to kill them in the mountains, and to wipe them off the face of this earth? Turn from your fierce anger, relent, and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, to whom you swore by your own self, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and I will give your descendants all this land I promised them, and it will be their inheritance forever. Then the Lord relented and did not bring on his people the disaster he had threatened. Slow speech, <laughs> and, he, and, and slow of tongue. He just saved the Israelites from God, destroying them all. See what God can do for you? Moses turned and went down the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant in his hands. They were inscribed on both sides, front and back. The tablets were the work of God. The writing was the writing of God, engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting, he said to Moses, There is a sound of war in the camp. Moses replied, It is not the sound of victory. It is not the sound of defeat. 
It is the sound of singing that I hear. When Moses approached the camp, he saw the calf and the dancing. His anger burned, and he threw the tablets out of his hands, breaking them to pieces at the foot of the mountain. And he took the calf the people had made and burned it in the fire. Then he ground it to powder, scattered on the water, and made the Israelites drink it. Wow. I forgot that part of the story. He said to Aaron, What did these people do to you that you led them into such great sin? Imagine how mad Moses was at Aaron, who's, who's to be God's chief priest. Not even, not even Moses. See, Moses has, has... I'm sure Moses had sons and daughters, but, but God chose Aaron, Moses' brother, to be the chief priest. And this is what the chief priest did. Uh, hang on a second. Can I get a phone call? What is this? Where are you? Oh, I'll call her a little bit. Sorry. Do not be angry, my lord, Aaron answered. You know how prone these people are to evil. They said to me, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us out of Egypt, we don't know what, he is, what has happened to him. So I told them, whoever has any gold jewelry, take it off. Then they gave me the gold, and I threw it in the fire, and out came this calf. And out came this calf. <laughs> it's like it's amazing. Aaron's like, the people were evil, not me. I just threw gold in the fire, and the calf came out. Uh, completely ridiculous. It's, it's like when, it, it sounds like a child. Um, Moses saw that the people were running wild, and that Aaron had let them, see this? Aaron had let them get out of control, and so became a laughingstock to their enemies. So he stood at the entrance of the camp and said, Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the Levites rallied to him. Pay attention to that, guys. All the Levites rallied to him. It's a very important, very important part. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Each man strap a sword to his side, go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, each killing his brother and friend and neighbor. The Levites did as Moses commanded, and that day about 3,000 of the people died. Then Moses said, You have been set apart to the Lord today, for you were against your own sons and brothers, and he has blessed you this day. The next day Moses said to the people, You have committed a great sin, but now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, Oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold, but now please forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me out of the book you have written. The Lord replied to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angel will go before you. However, when the time comes for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. And the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf Aaron had made. Just pause for a second. Um. Pause this. All right. So, chapter 33. Then the Lord said to Moses, Leave this place, you and the people you've brought out of Egypt, and go to the land I promised. Uh, leave this place, you and the people you brought up out of Egypt, and go to the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I will send an angel before you and drive out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Go up to the land, flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go with you, because you are stiff-necked people, and I might destroy you on the way. When the people heard these distressing words, they began to mourn, and no one put on any ornaments. For the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, you are stiff-necked people. If I were to go with you, even for a moment, I might destroy you. 
Now take off your ornaments, and I will decide what to do with you. So the Israelites stripped off their ornaments at Mount Horeb. Now Moses used to take a tent and pitch it outside the camp some distance away, calling it the tent of meeting. Anyone inquiring of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. And whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people rose and stood at the entrance to the tents, watching Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses went in... That's still going? Hopefully we cut that out. No. Uh, do not know where we left off. Let me see. Right, here we left off. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of the cloud would come down and stay at the entrance. While the Lord spoke with Moses, uh, while the Lord spoke with Moses, whenever the people saw the pillar of the cloud standing at the entrance to the tent, they all stood and worshipped, each at the entrance to their tent. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Then Moses would return to the camp, but his young aide, Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found f favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways, so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people of the face of this earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. Then Moses said, Now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. But, he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see my face. See me and live. Then the Lord said, There is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. That's amazing. The glory is so immense that it would kill a human. Like, so unfathomable. Chapter 34, the new stone tablets. Let me just see where we're going. The Lord said to Moses, Chisel out two stone tablets like the first ones, and I will write on them the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. God's probably not happy with Moses for breaking them. Um, Be ready in the morning, and then come up on Mount Sinai. Present yourself to me there on top of the mountain. No one is to come with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Not even the flocks and herds may graze in the front of the mountain. So Moses chiseled out two stone tablets like the first ones and went up Mount Sinai early in the morning, as the Lord had commanded him, and he carried the two stone tablets in his hands. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. Moses bowed to the ground at once and worshipped. Lord, he said, if I have found favor in your eyes, then let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, forgive our wickedness and our sin, and take us as your inheritance. Then the Lord said, I am making a covenant with you. Before all your people, I will do wonders never before done in any nation in all the world. The people you live among will see how awesome in the work 
in is the work I, that I the Lord will do for you. Obey what I command you today. I will drive out before the Amorites, Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land where you are going, or there will be a snare among you. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and cut down their Asherah poles. Do not worship any other god, for the Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous god. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land, for when they prostitute themselves to their gods and sacrifice to them, they will invite you, and you will eat their sacrifices. And when you choose some of their daughters as wives for your sons, and those daughters prostitute themselves to their gods, they will lead your sons to do the same. Do not make any idols. Celebrate the festival of unleavened bread. For seven days eat bread made without yeast, as I commanded you. Do this at the appointed time in the month of Aviv, for in that month you came out of Egypt. The first offspring of every womb belongs to me, including all the firstborn males of your livestock, whether from herd or flock. Redeem the firstborn donkey with a lamb, but if you do not redeem it, break its neck. Redeem all your firstborn sons. No one is to appear before me empty-handed. Six days you shall labor, but on the seventh day you shall rest. Even during the plowing season and harvest you must rest. Celebrate the festival of the weeks uh, with the first fruits of the wheat harvest and the festival of ingathering at the turn of the year. Three times a year all your men are to appear before the sovereign Lord, the God of Israel. I will drive out nations before you, enlarge your territory, and no one will covet your land when you go up three times each year to appear before the Lord your God. Do not offer the blood of a sacrifice to me, along with anything containing yeast. And do not let any of the sacrifice from the Passover festival remain until morning. Bring the best of the first fruits of your soil to the house of the Lord your God. Do not cook a young goat in its mother's milk, the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write down these words, for in accordance with these words I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. Moses was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights without eating bread or drinking water. And he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. So Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him, and he spoke to them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near him, and he gave them all the commands the Lord has given him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. Then Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went in to speak with the Lord. We're going to stop right there, chapter 34. Love to break all that down. A lot of things God commands, and God makes a promise. It's a holy contract. We call it a covenant. He makes a promise that if you if you do these things, I'll always be with you. Covenants are very important. And like I said the last podcast or the podcast before, Israelites break the covenants all the time. Then God leaves. Then they cry out because of some curse or some type of situation they, they've been put in. Maybe a, uh, another tribe or country has enslaved them, they cry out, then God sends a prophet or a judge to free them, and then they worship God, and they're good with him for a while, then they go back. So, I I would urge you to read the Bible daily. You don't have to listen to this daily, 
read the Bible daily, and talk about it with your siblings. Talk about it with the church leadership. And everything you do, do it for the kingdom. For the Rescue of our souls, he has come.